Hey friends, it's Jasmine and thank you so much for tuning in to my free podcast masterclass on how to build a scalable business without overworking yourself. So I know that your time is valuable as well as mine. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right on in. This is a straight to the point webinar on how to work smarter, not harder. This is not some get rich quick scheme. This is for somebody that wants to build a business that will last for the next three, four, five, ten 10 years. So an overview of the class is I'm going to be talking about your brand and how it is come across when it comes to your ideal clientele, the framework of how I make my content so that when people land on my website, it converts as well as automation. So first, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. If you're like, who the heck is this girl? I am Jasmine Jones. I own and operate a bridal hair and makeup company. It is called Alter Image Bridal Hair and Makeup Inc. And we just got trademarked as well as became a corporation. So I am really excited about that. So I run a bridal hair and makeup team. It's myself and 14 girls, and we just expanded to two additional states, now making my company servicing four states. And hopefully we're looking to grow a little bit more soon. But with all of the management of you know clients coming in and independent contract files and things like that i need to get a little bit strategic in my business because the workload was getting a little bit overwhelming so some of the things that i were not focusing on were the main things that i really needed to start working on so when it comes to scaling your business it's all about working on the right things to grow your business. It's not about grinding harder. It's not about working longer. It's about learning what works and what doesn't work. So I had to find out the quick way of what was working and what wasn't. So let me just tell you a little bit about the things that I went over before. So when it comes to your brand and your ideal clientele, these two things go hand in hand. Your brand is not your logo. It's not your fonts. It's not the colors. It is what your ideal client perceives when they get onto your website, your Instagram, whatever platform it is that says something about you. You need to make sure that your client lands on it and they know instantly that you are the person for them. So when it comes to your client, you need to know a couple things. What do they want? What do they like? How do they want to be talked to? All of these things. And this is going to help you when it comes to your framework of your content. So when it comes to your content workflow, your content workflow, basically your framework of your content, you need to make sure that you are speaking to your ideal clientele. And you do this by niching down in your brand. So all of this ties right on in with everything. When it comes to your content, your content is your marketing strategy. Your content is how you are selling without saying, book now, buy, buy this, book now, buy this, because that becomes a very annoying, repetitive, broken record. So when we are making our content, I do it with a framework that I call the stick method. S-T-I-C-K. It is a method that I made personally for myself and this is how I specifically design my content when I post it online. And I'll get into that a little bit later. So I'm also gonna be talking about how you can build a website that converts. Let me tell you about SEO. It is my best friend. 
Google is the number one way that we are generating leads in our business. We used to have paid advertisements on platforms to market and promote our bridal company. Now, with Google, we decided that it's not even needed. It's not needed because our strategy is so strong with Google and some other things that we did not need to have paid advertisements and you don't have to use them as well if you use some of the strategies that I talk about a little bit later. So when it comes to you know working on the right things, we need to one, double down on what's working. And how do we do that is by seeing what our KPIs are. So KPIs are your key product indicators. So what is your key product? A key product can be your Instagram or not product, key performance indicators. Y'all have not had coffee, so bear with me. But key performance indicators, and that might be your Instagram. If you are seeing that a ton of your clients are coming from your Instagram page, that might be telling you that you can leave Facebook alone for a while or in vice versa. If you are getting a ton of clients through Pinterest or Facebook, then maybe that's the platform that you need to focus on. So when I start talking about focusing on your platforms and seeing what works and what doesn't work, then we can move to creating a system and automation. So when it comes to systems and automation, you can literally create a business that runs while you sleep. I have a ton of things in my business automated from Pinterest to um, not Instagram posts because the algorithm really favors if you post on the website and not through a third party, but that was once automated and a ton of our emails and welcome forms are all automated as well. So when I talk about having a business that runs while you sleep, we need to stop being the employee in our business and start being the business owners because we are so busy working in our business that we are not working on ways that we can scale it out, that we are not working on ways that we can make it a little bit more efficient so that when things do start to kick off, then we are right on the ball and we don't start drowning in paperwork and all of these to-do lists. So that moves into batching. Batching is bay. I freaking love batching because it has made me receive a massive, and I'm being dramatic, but seriously, massive amount of free time. So when it comes to batching, let me give you a quick visual. So it's a new month. I need to have some blog posts go out. I need to make sure that my Instagram post aligns with that blog post. So whenever I'm writing out my content ideas, they're all going to be related to that blog post. Now, if you do something different every week, then do what works for you. But I'm talking about like a quick overview of some, some ideas. So if I know that I need to make a blog post and I know that I need to make Instagram content or Facebook content or whatever it is, then I am gonna do my first piece of my big content first. Break that down into little sections and then divvy it out through my smaller content forms. So a blog post can be used for Instagram posts, can be used for Facebook posts. You can make content once and just repurpose it and have content for the entire month based off of one piece of content. Y'all, batching is bay. I batch 
a couple of different things in my business along with blogs along with social media posts i love to batch my pinterest graphics i love to batch those because i use a website called tailwind i don't have affiliate link with tailwind but tailwind is amazing i have a yearly subscription with them because pinterest is a search engine and it is a way that our brides connect with us it's actually a part of our client uh, process of working with us as well but these are some things that helps our business on the back end when it comes to generating um, different leads and things like that it's a loop of just content that just continuously posts for us so Batching can be used for anything. I love to batch whenever I reach out to uh, some of my uh, my brides as well. So I'll just have a batching client day, timeline batching day. I'm in the wedding field if you don't know that. So that is what I do when it comes to batching my work. Um, when it comes to batching, let's move right on into prioritizing your time. Once you have your batching days figured out, you can create a system of when you do things. Mondays might be your Instagram day. Tuesdays might be your blog day. Thursdays might be the days that you take consultation calls. Whatever it is, make it work for you. Once you have an idea of what you want your week to look like, not what your week has to look like, but what you really want your week to look like, then you can create a schedule for yourself. I am a fan of choosing work hours that you work from and you are setting boundaries by making sure that your potential clients as well as your book clients know what your schedule is. I do this with uh, follow-up emails, with my email signature, my autoresponder. So that way, if somebody reaches out, they exactly know when they can hear from me. So those are some ways that will help you save some time on the back end. Now, let's talk about some of the mistakes that kept me from scaling because I don't want you to make these same mistakes. So number one, I thought I had to hustle harder to get results faster. You know, working longer hours, it didn't add up. Doing everything to cover a wide range just left me burnt out and tired. Marketing to anyone and everyone left me with no one wanting to book. I was consistently just saying like, oh, my service is for everybody. Everybody can book it because I can work with everybody. I didn't get specific until maybe a year and a half ago. And once I started getting a little bit more specific, the floodgates opened. And I'm not being dramatic with that at all. But get niched down. Start talking to a specific person when you are creating your content because it will pay off. Also, Another mistake that I was doing was thinking that I can only take a break when this pays off. So if you're somebody like me, you're a Scorpio, you're very hard on yourselves, and you are your worst critic, as we all are sometimes. But we need to give ourselves some grace, and we need to realize that we're doing the best that we can with what we know how to do. So let me tell you um, a few ways of how you can actually start doubling down on what's working. Now, some of my favorite ways, and they're a little nerdy, they're a little nerdy, but I'm not a tech girl. If I can figure out these terms and phrases and how to actually measure them, then you can too. The first one is check.
check in my analytics. You can check your Google Analytics, your CRM system. If you don't have one, I highly suggest one. I love HoneyBook, it's what I use. I will leave a link in the show notes for a free week trial of HoneyBook. HoneyBook is normally $40, but with the link that I have, it's only $20 a month. And that's basically giving you your own personal virtual assistant once you have all of your systems set up because it literally saves you so much time. Also, your website stats. I love to use Squarespace. It's so easy to use and it helps me a ton. It's very easy for SEO and all of those things in my site. So I love Squarespace for that and their analytics are always spot on. So the next thing is you need to focus on the things that are working. Now that might be a specific product, a service, um, a platform. So get a little bit analytical and figure out what you really need to start focusing on so that you can stop doing everything under the sun. So number two mistake is I waited to get automation in my business because I thought it was going to make me sound like a robot. I thought, how can I be authentic? How can I have our special sauce when we're going to have these thank you so much for your email messages going out? And, you know, I had to just kind of like think to myself, okay, well, what are ways that I can be creative to where they're still genuine and then I still implement stages where I can do manual messages. So one thing that I really suggest is to have templates in your business. I am a fan of templates and I've been creating templates since I started my business at the age of 19, y'all, as a passion project. And these templates I've used, tweaked, changed, flipped, to see what works and what doesn't. And I have come up with my special sauce of templates that actually work. Now, I'm going to give you three suggestions on templates that you need to have already in your business. So if you don't have them in your business, then I really suggest you to get them now. The first is a welcome email. This welcome email needs to tell them a quick overview of your business, what you do, who you do, how you do it, but without being too lengthy. So also the next thing you need to do is have your email signature with your your times that you're going to be working in your business so that they know along with something that they can look at or read that gives them a bit more of um, an insight of how you can help them as a vendor. So you need to start thinking of different ways that you can be creative in your business because we are all creative business owners. And I feel like at times we get so caught up into looking and operating as everyone else is because we don't know what they're doing on the back end. And everybody, that is where you throw your special, your special sauce in at because you need to start thinking of ways to stand out. So a welcome email. Next, a follow-up email, and three, a FAQ email. Now, that FAQ email might be with your welcome email if you like, but you can get as special or as unique as you want. But those are the three main things that I think that you really need to have in your business, along with a contract as well, but that's not really a template, that's a contract. But everybody needs that. So, 
when it comes to your to your workflows and just operating your business in in general if you are making your emails your to-do list then you are not winning the game sis you are not winning the game if your to-do list says answer emails your inbox is an agenda of what other people want you to do for them so if you do not have set hours that you focus only on your emails and until the next day, then I highly suggest you start to brainstorm and get one. Next, I'm going to talk about mistake number three, and that was me thinking I have to do everything myself. Y'all, like I said before, I'm a Scorpio. I am hard-headed. I am overly ambitious sometimes for myself, and I get in my way too much by thinking that I have to do everything, and when I get overwhelmed, I do nothing. So make sure that you are delegating tasks. You are reaching out for help. If you have somebody on your team, and if you don't, Start to set things up now so that when you do get somebody on, maybe a virtual assistant or a friend that helps you out, if you have things already mapped out way ahead of time before you actually need them, that makes that onboard processing so much easier. Let me give you a quick quote from Warren Buffett. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, you need to get off this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm going to give you a quote from Warren Buffett. And it says, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. We need to stop feeling like we need to put out everybody's fires We need to stay aligned with what our big goals are for our lives. If you are only working on the year for right now to December 2020, and you have no idea what you're going to be working on in three to five years from now, then sister or brother, we got to get it together. We got to get it together. But let me go into uh, mistake number four, because that ties into everything not charging enough, not charging enough. Going back to your goals, what you are doing, you're working towards a bigger goal. What is that bigger goal? Is it to have a house by age whatever? Is it to build up a college fund for your kids? Is it to take a vacation with you and your husband and your kids? What is it? If we are not pricing for profit, we're always going to be working for time and trading our time. Because when we trade our time, we are not finding time for ourselves. We're always a slave to our clients. But, you know, our clients are awesome, so we don't care. But we are always going to be uh, filled up with so much things to do. And the number one way in my idea of how to scale a business is by to find ways that we can take ourselves physically out of a situation, but still set ourselves up to build profit. So when it comes to pricing for profit, we might have in-person services. We need to do a few things to price for profit. One is 
What is your budget? How much does it cost you to run your business? And then once you figure that out, figure out your overhead, your expenses. What do you really need to actually make more than breaking even? You know, that's the goal for most small businesses is to break even. And I challenge you to do more than that. So once we have those numbers, then we can start figuring out a number that will actually help us figure out how much we can price our services. And I truly challenge you, once you set that price, just bump it up just a little bit. Put it out into the world. See how it does. But really give yourself the chance to actually market at that price point. So my one thing that I love to do to price for profit are my virtual classes. I do virtual trainings, virtual webinars, virtual, a ton of virtual, virtual, right? And these are things that allows me to, going back to what I said before, let my business make money while I sleep. We need to start working smarter and not harder and stop trading our time for money to only rely on income. Because right now, if you are watching this replay or listening to this podcast video, then right now we're in the coronavirus epidemic. This is some craziness and I've never seen anything like this in my life. And a ton of people have been hit personally, the event industry and the service world. So we need to figure out ways of how we can still generate an income while still physically not having to leave our homes. So I highly suggest you figure out some ideas of things that you know how to do, things that you can start teaching and learning. And I want to leave you with a a couple mind shifts. One is you are allowed to make money without working harder. You are absolutely 100% allowed to make money without working hard. So many times in our lives, we're used to the grind, the hustle. You make straight A's. You have to, to you know, study and work hard and longer and do extra credit. Then you get an A+. Plus. That's when you win. We are able to, in the adult world, in our reality right now, work less and make more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Second mind shift is design your business for the future that you want, not based on what you have. So when we start doing this, we are moving towards our long-term goal. Going back to if you have no idea what your goal is right now for the next two, three, five years, then... I highly suggest you sit down and really think and figure out to yourself, why do you want this business to work? What is this business going to do for you? What is the purpose of your business? Is it so you have extra play money? Is it to go on a vacation? Whatever it is. And make sure that any and every action step that you take in your business aligns. Going back to that Warren Buffett quote. Guys, we can do this. It is okay. We can work smarter and not harder. This is how you build a scalable business. And this is how I've built my business so that I can eventually, in the next year or so, step out of it. 
because it's generating money while I sleep. There's a couple ways that you can do this with affiliate links, online trainings, virtual classes. And if you are wanting to know how to do any of that, then I invite you to have a coaching call with me. This coaching call is going to be open to anybody that wants to jump on. The coaching call is only $25 and it's going to be held online only if you sign up for it. So I highly suggest to check it out because it's going to be a ton of information and this is only going to be accessible to the people that do sign up and pay. We gave a ton of information today, but this is for the people that want the next step. And it's so affordable, so like no brainer, 25. And I'm just going to be working with you and make sure that you have a game plan to figure out and set up your business to scale. So I am so glad that you stay to the very end. Also, don't make um, don't forget to uh, check out the link in the bio of the podcast description for that trial run link for HoneyBook because, like I said, it is my jam. It's bae. It's amazing. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. Bye, guys. I hope you have a wonderful time in quarantine. Bye.